0: There was one level I was playing earlier today. Uh, it it did the thing where you know uh, it's trying to be parallel worlds, so you go into one, you solve it, you go back into the other one, mm. and you get past mm-hmm. that part. Like it, it did a pretty good job with that. And using uh the the dry bones shell to get across like a poison lake or whatever. It's pretty good. <sighs> Like there's actually good levels fine. out there. It's not just like the hardest dick levels. That always comes later. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't remember any of the levels I created for Mario Maker besides like maybe one of them I did for Justin's video. That's all I really remember. I hated creating levels in it. I hated doing it. Really? Yeah, dude. I, it's, it's I, I thought I, I thought, I, thought, I, thought I mean like I thought I said it before like I get too much fucking anxiety about like well, what about this and no I could do no no that doesn't work. I get I get too caught up. And I not want oh, to do good. that again. <clears throat> and I, and playing and anytime I play a level, I just didn't have any fun because it was either too convoluted or too easy. There was it's just like I don't want it. If I want to play a Mario game, I'll just go play a fucking Mario game. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, put on my Wii U and play New Super Mario Bros. U or something. But what
0: if you could play all the Mario games?
1: I mean, I can. I have a lot of them.
0: <laughs> there we go. Infinite levels.
1: Screw that! Infinite levels not made them Nintendo. Well, some of them made up internet, but I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop talking about Mario Maker.
2: I mean, we're gonna be talking about Mario Maker more. So. Well,
1: I mean, you. I mean, you. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about Mario Maker. I'm not oh, saying. That's fair. Yeah, because I don't hate the game. It's just it's something I don't want to put myself through. Hello everyone, welcome to
0: the Games Gamescast. Each and every week friends gather around and talk about video games that they've been playing. We actually played video games this week, guys. We always so, play do? video games, they're just
2: not necessarily relevant video
0: games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today I have with me Justin. Hi! I don't know
1: why ben. I said that so
2: high. hi!
0: Hi! Uh, you also have Ben.
1: I'm not dying, I swear to god, I'm not dying. He's actually
0: dying. Yeah, don't listen to his lies. Don't believe uh, I'm gonna
1: just apologize now if I sound like it it happened towards the end of my shift at work so I apologize if, if you hear any extra sniffles or just not coughs just sniffles so <clears throat> I, I I'm not dead I don't I'm not sick it's just like awful 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 that's all it is
0: see I take allergy medication even when I'm not feeling my allergies just in case That's a whole different discussion. Uh, So, Justin, you want to start first with Mario Maker?
2: Sure. So, Mario Maker is very good so far. Um, (laughs) I brought it to work to play for a little bit, just to kind of get an idea of things. Um, I jumped into the story mode, which I don't know if you've tried yet. Um, I won't, like, it sounds weird to say that I'm not going to spoil the story of a Mario game, because there really isn't much, but... (laughs) It's more just because, like, it's so, like, so silly and charming that I just don't want to explain, like, what, you know, the little, like, what causes everything to happen, basically. It's pretty um, funny. Yeah, it it's really good. Um, and it's very true to Mario Maker, you know? It's not, like, the the <laughs> usual thing. Um, but there's some really good levels in, in that story mode. Um, you can tell it was just, like, you know, actual Mario game developers like, putting their ideas to work in this engine. Like, it's kind of cool to think that, like, you know, you have the same engine they had, and you can po- possibly create better levels than the actual developers did. Um, but everything in this game was built using that engine, and that's pretty cool. It's not like they got to cheat and make fancy things that we can't make. Um, so it's a good way to kind of get ideas and stuff. Um, there was one really cool one early on that, like, uh, plays around with the upside-down idea where it's just like they kind of copied and pasted the same level but you do it upside down in in one part and then you do it right side up in the other part and you have to kind of like toggle between the the flipped versions um to get through the next area because you'd be like okay i can't go across here i guess i have to go on the ceiling and then you'll go into a pipe and get on the ceiling and you'll go across to the next part and you'll have to flip it back and it kind of reminds me of like the um the gravity switching mechanics in uh Mario Galaxy that I really liked. Um, so I really am excited to play around with those a little bit more.
0: Are you recording your audio, by the way? I didn't ask you. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm a professional, sir. I need to confirm with everybody, okay? <sighs> All right, kids, go ahead. I lost my mojo. <sighs> um,
2: anyway. Uh, so, yeah. I don't remember a lot of the levels because it was very much like just, you know, playing two or three like on break and lunch and stuff. Um, But I'm excited to jump into some more because it was kind of like just showing off things right now. It'll get into like the actual complicated cool ones later. Um, But oh, yeah, there was another really cool one uh, where like you have to get at least four keys to get to the end. Like that's the the, uh, course clear objective or whatever. Um, But you can get more. If you want to get, like, the better ending, quote-unquote. Since the whole goal of the story mode is to get enough coins to rebuild the castle, um, there's a lot of, like, special clear conditions where it's like, you might put yourself in danger, but you get coins. And there's actually incentive to get the coins now, unlike in most Mario games. Um, So it's kind of cool the way they can, like, you know, expand out the levels by, like, oh, if you want to get more coins, you have to do the harder section of it. Um, (laughs) Hmm. giving kind of optional like side quests almost. And so this was a cool one where like there was multiple pipes and they each went to different uh, puzzle rooms and it kind of gave you a hint at what was in the puzzle room by like the stuff that was on either side of the pipe. So like one might have like the, you know, the question box on it and you go up in there and like, I think that one was uh, some ghost circles going around question box And you have to use, uh, oh, sorry. There's three, there's three items in the main area, kind of like a, you know, a Zelda type thing. And you have to take whichever item you need into the puzzle to be able to complete it. So, like this ghost one, you have to take the, uh, the bouncy block in there, um, and use that to jump up, like, through the, uh, the ghost circle and hit the, the box to get a key and then leave. Another one has, like, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of mystery blocks, and you have to use a pal block in there to unveil which ones have the, uh, which one has the key in it. So kind of cool little, like, one-room puzzles like that, all combined together, and you can choose which four to do, you can do all of them, whatever. Um, and that unlocks a certain number of doors that get you to the exit. It's just, it's a really cool way of, like, you know, putting all of these things together in a really clever way, and it's not, like, a normal, just you know, point A to point B level. Um, so things like that I think are gonna be really interesting to look into um i think we're gonna have a lot more of the like metroidvania style levels than we did in the first game um because there are more of those gating type things like the um the color switching blocks that like make some blocks appear and some disappear um i can see those being used for like locked doors um the clear conditions are definitely going to you know appeal to some of those puzzle solving levels that kind of thing um But I did jump into the uh, course maker a little bit, like after I got home, because I had a little bit more time to dedicate to it. And I was just finishing up, uh, uploading my first level uh, before we started here, because I made it a little too hard. Um, Because the way I make a level is like I start with just kind of a a simple, like just lay out the level. Like, you know, put all the blocks in place and kind of get like a, um, like, okay, this, you know, A to B works. And then I start dropping in, like, the power-ups and the coins and the enemies. And then I have to kind of tweak the level as needed when, like, the platforming doesn't work because enemy placement, like, makes it unfair. That kind of thing. Um, so I had a really cool idea to kind of show off the different mechanics in the game um, through just, like, little chunks, like, mini chunks of uh, obstacle courses, kind of. So it plays almost, like, I, in the description I called it a Ninja Warrior-style level. Because, like, you start having to uh, wall jump up a a little chasm, um, and then you have, like, you know, one new new item mechanic that you have to get across, and then that transitions onto another new item mechanic you have to get through, and so on and so on. I don't want to spoil the level if anyone wants to play it. Um, but it kind of gates itself off, so you get a little taste of each thing that gets a little bit harder with each portion of it, um... And it plays kind of like a Ninja Warrior where it's like, oh, he just went through the, you know, the one tunnel and now he's climbing up the, uh, the net and that, that kind of thing where it just naturally flows into each. It's not like an amazing, like, you know, revolutionary style level. It's a very, you know, A to B Mario level, but I wanted to just play around with the new mechanics and that was kind of a fun way to do that. Um, so I think it'll, I think it'll be completable. Um, I had a hard time beating it to get it uploaded, but my problem is, Most of my friends are better at Mario than me. (laughs) So for me to be able to beat a level means it's not actually that hard. So I got to get better at that part, like being able to beat the levels um, so I can make harder ones for my friends to actually be able to beat. Um, Because I always have a lot harder time with their levels than they have with mine, and that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's really fun so far, and I really enjoy a lot of the new stuff. Uh, like I said, the one thing I want to play around more with is the uh, the different themes and the way you can kind of, like, manipulate those with, like, the night and day system. Um, like I said, I, I got to play with the upside down stuff a little bit. But that's kind of tricky to place because it looks like a normal level. And so you're dropping things in, up, you know, right side up. And I thought, like, the way you drop them is right. And so, like, when you play it, you know, you're just going down or... Yeah, going up the level upside down. But it's it's confusing because it's not really like that. Um, So, like, I made one room and then had to completely change it because (laughs) I built it all and then went to play it. And everything was upside down from the way I built it. (laughs) I didn't understand how that system works. So some of the the new things are actually really tricky to get used to. Um, Like the cranes, the little things that, like, you know, you can kind of swing on and then release from. Yeah, um, getting like trying
0: the, to get the momentum down. Yeah.
2: yeah. And figuring out how far away they can be from each other and still reach. Like that kind of yeah. thing can be really tricky. Yeah. It's really cool stuff. I'm glad they added it, but you can tell they kind of put in some more complicated things in this new one uh, because it's going to be like veterans of the first one that won a new challenge. Um, And I really want to try out the 3D World stuff too. Uh, I played a few of those levels in the story mode, and they seemed awesome. So I want to try something with like the the car that's in that mode. Um, I think that's going to be really interesting. Kind of like a like a Mario Kart type, you know, side scroller level is on the agenda. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Mario Mario Party or Mario Maker is great. I'm so happy I have it back. I haven't been able to think about anything else all week. It's been a very long week waiting for it. <laughs> um. Good. Aside from that, I haven't played too much of Note. Uh, I'm just kind of still going through a bunch of PS1 games. Um, some of the ones that are on my list, like childhood games, have not aged well. <clears throat> um, it's kind of upsetting. Like, I still enjoy playing them, but I can see that, you know, uh, that they're pretty weak. Like, to, without spoiling anything of what I'm going to say in the video, uh, Twisted Metal 4 is much better than the first two, but it's still not a very good game. And that's very upsetting
0: to me. You have to think back and wonder if Twisted Metal was ever good. I'm not sure it was, actually.
2: (laughs) It's, like, the controls are way better, because the first two, you literally you have to hold up on the D-pad to move, like, to accelerate. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so and you hold back to reverse so you're trying to like hold up and the direction you're turning and it's like tank controls in a car and it's really weird um this one at least you hold a to drive um and like square or something to reverse and they mapped everything like your uh, attacks and stuff to the shoulder buttons which makes way more sense but it's still like the actual uh, controlling of the vehicles is still not good it's like if someone small gets the drop on you, you just spend your whole time like spinning around in a circle trying to find them, because there's no like lock-on system or anything like that, so, and your guns pretty much exclusively shoot forward. Sometimes they lob at different uh, uh, arcs, so you don't actually <laughs> know where it's going to land because you have no kind of reticle or anything. Mm-hmm. So you're just shooting forward like, like while spinning in a circle, hoping you hit someone half the time, and the computer are magically like way better than you. Yep. So it's very tricky, but it is noticeably better than any of the ones before it. Um, also, Chrono Cross is still amazing. Um, I I played that for about two hours. It's very slow. Is the problem like when you're trying to record it? Uh, because you can play for like an hour and a half and not get through like one area, which doesn't give you a lot of content to actually work with when. You know, you're trying to get, like, maybe an hour recording or so of, like, variety of stuff. So I might have to, like, dip into YouTube and, you know, pull a few later game things um, from some of those, like, uh, you know, no commentary, like, long play type channels um, that do that just for the case of, like, archival uh, to get a little more variety. But I really tried to get it all myself. Um, I just didn't make a lot of progress. (laughs) But... I, I just want to keep playing it. That's the problem. But then I don't want, like, hours and hours of recording for it when I'm probably going to use, like, two minutes. Um. I think that's pretty much it, actually. I didn't stream this week, because so I was too excited for Mario Maker. So, nothing to report mm-hmm. there. Um. We beat we beat Borderlands. That's exciting.
0: I guess. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was very endoclimactic.
2: Um. I honestly, you... I'm not sure I even want to do the DLC. Like, I kind of just want to move on to 2, because it's way better.
0: I want to play some of the some of the zombie DLC. I just want to play a little bit of that. That's fine.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it. I just feel like it's not going to add anything to the game. And the story in Borderlands 2 is better, so I'm kind of curious about that. Like, play... Because I played about halfway through it, but I've never beaten it, either. But yeah, about, it was satisfying to beat the game, at least.
0: What did you think about the final boss?
2: The final boss was actually pretty cool. Like, I guess that was a point of contention before. Like, in the old version.
0: I don't know.
2: Like, people said that it was very, like, repetitive and just like a bullet sponge. Which it still kind of was. But I liked its design. It kind of gave me my Troid Prime vibes. Um, Yeah. And I ran out of ammo, which kind of sucked. But (laughs) it at least got it... Like, it prevented me from using the one pistol I used for literally the entire game. I had to use other stuff. So that's kind of fun. Um, I can't believe I beat the game with that level 8 pistol. That's absurd. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
2: but yeah, it was it was fun to beat. I just, I guess I expected a little bit more from the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so Ben, what have you been up
1: to? Um, well, I played Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, the Switch yeah. version, just to preference it, uh, cause that, that's the version that kinda is getting cooked online. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't compare it to the PS4 version because I have done the smart thing and chose not to look at anything regarding the PS4 version, so I don't feel salty about what I got. <laughs> um, that being said, it, lo- it, it. It's not the greatest looking game. That's no, it's not. Sure. That's that's for sure. Um, but yeah. what it lacks in graphical fidelity, it makes up in personality. Especially when you get into the castle, um, with the, the the plagues of state glass, the monsters, the music. Oh my god, the music is so fucking great. Um, even uh, Miriam's design, like everything, the aesthetic is winning me over for its lack of uh, good textures and constant. Chugging 30 FPS. I don't even think it's 30 FPS. Yeah. Um but it doesn't I've bother playing,
0: me. I've been playing it on PC and
1: even there it's like really rough. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just it's not an optimized game, it seems like. That's why I'm gonna
1: wait and see if they get some patches. Well, I, I mean I've I, uh I mean it's getting eights everywhere, so I've I haven't heard only thing only time I heard anything about it was the Switch version. Um Uh so far it's pretty good so far. Uh definitely is getting those Metroidvania feelings in um you know the castle's really it's really nice and huge i don't like the mini map uh or the map because it every time you go to it it uh it it's all it does it it does a whole shot of the map instead of zeroing in where you're at i think castlevania did that but the map wasn't nearly as huge um so it wasn't a problem uh i hope in the update they add icons like keys to where things are. Because in the castle. This is like spoilers I guess. So I'm sorry. Um, in the castle there's a uh, place. Where you can go to the library. We can check out books. That can augment certain things. But if you haven't played like a week. You're probably going to forget. Uh, you can mark your map. By pressing the plus button. Uh, and if you remember it. Great. But you probably won't. Uh, there's also a, uh, a Sweeney Todd reference. Uh, mm. yes, I'm not even kidding. It's like, there's a, like a maniacal barber enemy that, uh, um,
2: Barber of Leap Street.
1: Yeah. And he's like, he's like, my name is Todd. I'm like, oh, it's a fucking Sweeney Todd reference. Okay. <laughs> Which, um, and you can, there you, know, you can customize Miriam. You can give her different haircuts. You can customize her armor. You can unlock different hairstyles for her. You can make her look completely different. Currently I have her look like Cabby from Street Fighter 2. Because she's wearing green and red with lot with like a long pigtail, singular pigtail. Not, I guess that's not uh, ponytail. That's braided. Um, she has you can customize her headwear. Like I like that the uh, uh, certain things you get are reflected visually on the character, so that's nice. Uh, some things obviously don't work because they overlap each other. Um, Did you uh, find the eight bit coin? I found the eight bit coin. Yeah. Yes, yeah, pretty cool. Right you get with it. I mean. Not hard, not hard if I just got to use your fucking raid. So There's probably more than one. I don't see why there would be more than one. I don't know, well, but...
2: I mean, it, like, when I saw Thomas get it, it, like, the shop had, like, one of... Like, what or... Well, it had, like, times one. Implying that you could have more than one.
0: I figured you'd only get one. Because the weapons that you get are pretty overpowered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the weapons are, I like the weapon variety in it too. Um, I like the guns are OP as fuck. Like, they, they do the most damage. Uh, but you gotta have any ammunition for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm liking it so far. I don't, I'm not in love with it yet. Um, yeah. I'm not in love with it like some people are, but I'm enjoying my time. You know, I, and I'm glad I bought the Switch version because <laughs> I get to play it and lie on my bed. Um, that's the best part of it. Uh, I got the double jump, which, kind of feels weak like i don't really i don't get that oomph that i did i do with a lot of other double jumps from animation wise or how it feels there is a button lag issue i won't not i won't deny that that's a, that's a bad problem um so in, in in consensus i would say wait i mean i got i mean amazon knocked the price down from like $40 to like $35 so it's probably going to go down again some point and they're going to add and they're gonna fix it, so might as well wait for a sale and get it. Back. I'll pick it up for like twenty. That seems fair. Yeah, it just it's just weird to I me. Mean, this game's been development since 2015, and it's like this <laughs> is—it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. not bad. But music, music is music is godlike. Music is the best. Is one of the best parts of this game. From what I played, like the stuff that's holding
0: it back is the presentation for me at least. Like I don't really care for the art style, textures look like crap. Um. The the, the the voice acting is really bad. The writing is really bad. Um, but, like, the actual oh, oh, gameplay oh. of itself uh, is pretty good.
1: The one thing that annoys me, and I know I'm going to get some hate for this, but fuck it. Like, I didn't know David Hayter was in the game. So David that's what Hader- it
0: Okay, so when I got to that boss, that the one that killed me, Justin, mm-hmm. I, I said, that's David Hayter. Yeah. Right? And yeah, like it was really easy to pinpoint his name, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool."
1: Well, he he's also the narrator too. That's how I was like, "Oh, David Hayter's in this game. He's the narrator." And I'm like, <laughs> anyway, he shows up, he's he's Zegetsu, by the way. He's a playable character from the uh, 8-bit game that came out last year." And uh, he's like a samurai dude, and I'm like, "And and and I'm <sighs> David Hayter is a solid stick. Is one of the great." Characters of all time. Don't say anything yeah. bad about David. I'm gonna. Hader. S- I'm, not, really I'm, nice not, I'm not. I'm not. i saying this is nothing against David Hayter himself. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh... It kind of is, but I'm like, is that the only voice you can do, man? Like, even Steve Blum changes it up every now and then. Like, leave come him on. alone. Leave him alone. No, I'm not. And 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 I think they made him do. I I don't think it's him. I think they made him do the snake voice because this entire game is a fuck Konami game. That's what it is. Uh, Because Konami famously said nobody wants to play these kind of games anymore. Uh, So I just, I'm just like, man, you you couldn't do something else. You're still the same gruff. I mean, it works for Zengetsu and Louis. It works. It's just like it's like with Noah North. I'm like, you're obviously super talented. Can you try? Can it's like? Is it like? Can you? You just have no. I mean, like he clearly has range to be able to do that kind of gruffness. And I don't know. It's just weird. I don't, but I don't think it's him. I think it's, I think it's, uh, the 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 coming from higher up. They're like we want you to do this a solid voice because we know you were fired from Konami, by Kojima, Funny enough. Um. So yeah, it is. It is weird. It is weird. But I, I don't mind ben, the voice. I think Ben, why are you being a David hater? I'm not. No. You know, I'm already hey, sick. I don't good. have to do this. I don't have to do this. Game's fine. David hater is fine. Everything is fine. I just personally felt like, like, man, really okay. I guess. I mean, Steve Blum can do it. Nolan North can do it. I guess David Hayter can do it. David uh, Dater's the best. Uh, best thing in that game so far. No, nah, I like Marion's voice. I mean, I he killed
0: you, him, so. Yeah, but it's okay if David here. He's a pretty
1: him. tough first boss fight. Like he's no joke. Like, I mean, like after a while, it's like a. I mean, played like a fighting game where you have to read everything and understand his movements. Uh, but I, I mean, you know. It is what it is. Uh, you, so, mean like, you, I, you mean like boss fights in general? Well, I mean like... like Just the way his movement pattern was. You know, more so than others. It definitely felt like a better boss fight than most city and the Night bosses felt like. Because um, those, those boss fights are not good. Well, especially you could KO enemies. I do like the... Uh, one of the first things you when you're in the cathedral, there's a... Uh, a uh, oh, I do like the shard system. Uh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, the shard system is pretty cool. Um, so basically... She, Miriam, is for all intents and purposes a blue mage, just to keep it like RPG esque, <laughs> uh, where she can uh, absorb uh, shards. So, like you've everybody seen her design, she kind of has crystals on her body, and she can absorb shards to get demons' powers. And they range from <clears throat> like being able to do fire attacks, lightning attacks, to summoning set demons to fight for her, mm-hmm. uh, to having familiars behind. Her. In fact, one of the first ones you can get is like the sword. That follows you around, which is one of the more iconic weapons from Symphony of the Night. So, uh. So nice. Yeah, so <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. Like, the shard system itself is really, really sick. You can sell the shards. They keep warning you about, well, if you have too many shards, something bad's gonna happen, and I wanna test that. I wanna see, I don't know if that's like yeah. a story thing, yeah. or if that's like a, uh. You know, <laughs> just like, sell your fucking shards for money, idiot.
0: They, yeah, they say that uh, like you get poisoned or something.
1: Yeah, so far I haven't those. had it happen. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, but I, I'm enjoying it overall. Uh, not not a bad not a bad start. Uh, so moving on from that, Azure Striker Gunvolt Two is is really fun. Uh, I I really enjoy it. Boss fights are better. Uh, there's some. I didn't talk about this last time because I didn't run into it. But they're... it's mostly in COVID's uh, gameplay. There are serious bad issues of slowdown, so it only happens when so someone a gun vault where you have to tap down on the D pad uh, to recharge his bullets. If you do it from up high for some reason, and like there's a there's like a boss fight or an enemy around you, the slowdown just, like the 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 frame rate just crashes to single digits. It's ridiculous. So it's like, <laughs> like and and like with Coven, it's going to happen quite a bit because. More than likely, you're like me. You're dashing in midair because that shit feels good. Um, and when you reload, you crash down. It's awesome, but it, it, it slows. It kills the frame for some reason. Uh, but that's so good. I don't care about the story. The gameplay is nice. I don't mind replaying the stages to uh, to 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 do the other objectives. I wish they still stacked, but I can't control that because they're not super long. They're short enough to where I don't feel I can beat them in like ten minutes. And it's not an issue. And it doesn't waste too much time. Uh, go play that game. Go buy the Gun Vault pack, the Striker pack, just for two. Fuck one. Don't play one. Actually, play one. It's all right. It's not. It's not. It's not bad. But to get the true ending is so convolut- Is is bullshit. And it's not even worth it. Um, especially how the two, how the second game just kind of just over didn't even talk doesn't even talk about it. like yeah hey, we don't talk about that one. um. I also played Mortal Kombat 11 again, but not single player. So uh, last week we talked about the uh, <coughs> introduction of the Combat League, which is the uh, four-week season thing. I won't go over it again. So after we recorded last week, I was like, well, let's just go try it. Um, let's see how it goes, right? You get And so I decided at first I picked Katana. And uh, that that didn't go well. <laughs> that didn't go well at all. I hadn't practiced in a while. So I said, okay, if I'm going to play this, I'm going to play this somewhat seriously. Let me pick a character, one character for this entire season and stick with them. So I picked the easiest one to pick up, Sub-Zero. Uh, seriously, Sub-Zero is a pretty good starter character if you're curious about mating Mortal Kombat pretty hard. Um, and like surprisingly in the first three days, like I got like, um, like uh, two separate days, two six game winning streaks. Um, and that's winning a best of, a best of three. Um, so that's pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> there's a weird glitch in the Switch version, so where, for some reason, the game doesn't recognize when you change your, your outfit, for some reason, and I don't know why, and it irks me. And a couple of times, I'll lose a match, because I'm like, but I don't want to wear this costume, Dad! Throws the controller down. Uh, But uh, so far, I've achieved nearly every single seasonal reward. Uh, Like, you'll have a daily challenge. Like, so far this season, every day it's been play five sets a day. And that's all I've been doing. Just play my five sets, turn off the game. Five sets, turn off the game. And you get, like, time crystals. And then you'll have the season challenges, which rain, like, like, they, this season it's like get ten crushing blows, or fatal blows, I think. Get, spill this much amount of blood, Yada yada yada, and I've done all of them. The only one I haven't done is, uh, is uh, play the uh, sets up, to, play the sets per day, and I have to do three more days of that. And there's like 18 days left in the season, so I'm gonna get that. And you get this cool sick ass red and black scorpion skin, so I'm doing it. So I'm having a good time with it, and I think going forward, whenever they do a season two, I hope it's not every month. I really hope it's not every month. I hope they like do every other month that that's it. like let everybody okay cool down pick a main practice or whatever and come back with a whole new season uh but i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to pick one character that i like to play cuz i'm not going to play baraka cuz fuck that noise even though he's really good i just don't want to play that character um and then just stick with him i'm i'm thinking next season i might play jade cuz she she's not hard to use but she has a lot of good things that benefit her and i like to win so I'm gonna pick the good character, either that or Scorpion. By the way, Jade is great. Yeah, Jade's all right in the game. She's she's not fun, but she's all right. Uh, she has good buttons. Um. By the way, there's yeah no, she does. There's there's no better <laughs> feeling than when. Cause by the way, uh, uh, you're gonna run into a lot of scorpions. There's no better feeling than when you find a scorpion who's teleport happy and you block that shit every single time and you punish that shit every single time. It is so satisfying. Like get fucked, assholes. Um, no Rage Quits. Um, I've gotten my ass kicked at least three times. I think I've hit the, uh, I'm in the, so there's there's three different levels, nine total ranks, three different levels, uh, if that makes sense. And I'm at the top tier of that first sort of section. And I've hit the wall of my skill level where like now I'm getting into like the, I think they're called Master Rank. And I fought an Aaron Black. And whoo boy! Oh my god! I don't know how you fucking deal with that shit, because um, he can mix you up with high lows. He has his command grabs and his his fucking gun bullshit that can you don't know when it's gonna stop. When's my turn? When's my turn? Okay, I'm gonna press the button. Oh, it's crushing blow time. Oh boy, that's 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 fun. Um, yeah, I think I think I've hit that skill level. Also, fu- also Johnny Cage. There's a lot of good Johnny Cages out there, and he has a lot of good ways to mix you the hell up and me I'm just trying to sweep you and throw you and using my basic cast techniques to try to win and it's gotten me far uh the, again the good thing is is that uh it does the best thing at ranked where like I don't know if you're constantly ranking up but you know you're not you're not heavily demoted for losing a game, losing a set you know and i think and i think and, and and knowing that even though you lost and you're still progressing with it that's a good way to keep people invested so um I'm probably gonna try to play more after this if depending on how much time we have, I probably won't actually though. Uh and the last name I played was Yakuza Zero. Uh, I played that on Monday. Uh is the best male protagonist in video games, and that's not even a fucking opinion, that's a fucking fact. Uh uh just because like of how much of a good character he is and just a good person. And, cause he's not, like, uh, like, a lot of these, a lot of a lot of characters in these games, they're like player surrogates, where you put yourself in that situation, that's not the case with Kiryu, <laughs> Kiryu is his own person, and you're just having to watch through his actions. Um, mm-hmm. and I discovered that this, I mean, obviously, of course, in the game, you help people, you talk to people, and he's just, he's just like that dude who's, like, always listening. He may not be the most, he may be awkward at points, and naive at points, but, like, that's part of his charm. Um... And, he, and so I beat a certain chapter and, and then the next... And basically the Yakuza were like, okay, he didn't deliver this specific person. I'm not saying for spoiler reasons. So tomorrow we hunting for him. So you go back to the town and literally it becomes the Streets of Raids. not street, Yeah, Streets of Raids actually because it's Sega. <laughs> uh, where you, you have to go from... You're going like trying to hide from the Yakuza people and... Eventually they find you and you basically have to beat them within a the time limit and becomes like just an awesome ass beat 'em up uh, until you have to go into the sewers and you have a rematch with one of the Yakuza lieutenants you fought earlier and it's super cool how he did it's you so knife. cool yeah and I'm like how did you get how did you get a bike down here um, but then like how I knew Kiryu was the best protagonist ever is like he has the opportunity to kill this guy this guy who could come back and wreck his life forever and he doesn't. Because he knows he he like he's just not cut out for it. Um, and then he has like this really. It's this this game is well written, uh, especially for mm. its translation. It's well written.
0: Yeah, the translation's really good.
1: Um, but the thing that the thing that made me love it, and nobody told me Yakuza Zero is gonna have fucking feels. Nobody told me this, so <laughs> I didn't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah, I know, but like nobody talks about that. Um, everybody just talks about how Majin was awesome, and here I am just want I just want Kiryu to be good. I just want him yeah. to be okay. Um so uh Kiryu escapes, takes to help his his friend Kimishi, and they go out of town. They try to get out of Dodge to get down oh, to yeah, this part. Yeah. Yeah, so and then they stop in the middle of nowhere and my heart sinks. So I'm like, Oh no. Oh no, he's gonna kill him and he puts and Kirishi puts a gun to the back of uh Kiryu's head and basically, Kiryu, and like, he's like, I, and, and like, this is like, like, truth, because Kimishi's like, I have to do this. I have to do this because I know what they're gonna do to you. They're gonna, basically, he says they're gonna torture you. Yeah, like, you know, and like, and I too. can't see my brother go through that. And I started to cry. I'm like, shit, like, and he, and Kiryu, in all his like, braveness, he goes, do it. <laughs> do it. And like, and not even like a big balls. I'm like, cause he knows like he's doing, he's trying to protect them. So, and then like Kimishi just can't do it. And he's like, and he says like a heartfelt thing that you, that only people who are in like that close of friendship can understand. And it's like, I can't do it. I can't live without you. Without you I'm nothing in like that most, mm. in the most platonic way. And it's just like, fuck. Um, it's like, God damn. And then Kiryu basically says, you know, for them, like, okay, going forward, I can't be seen with you because you, I I need you to be, you need to be protected. You know? And it's just like, fuck. And, and, and it led me to believe that Keir is the best protect because he's not an asshole. He's, he can be if he wants to be. He's mostly not. But, like, he just wants to do good. Like, he just has an innate goodness about him that a lot of, not all, but a lot of, um male protagonists just don't have and or they're super violent or there's something's wrong with them right yeah
0: and it um, doesn't it doesn't feel fake it feels like yeah really genuine
1: and it's nice to play a character like that like and it's and and like well it, and it makes me care about them more um you know like that and i hear no i know ever like i hear everybody talk about how i always heard everybody talk about how kiryu how awesome he was because of the zaniness and that, but, like, this is to me, like, this stuff I saw right here, that's what makes Kiryu, that, that's what makes Kiryu amazing, what makes yeah. him amazing.
0: They attract you with the zaniness and over-the-top stuff, but then they really, then they keep you there with the, with the feels. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, and I'm sure, Ma- like, and I'm not, and I no mean to spread Majima, Majima hasn't hit that for me yet, but, like, I just, I just want Kiryu to be okay You know, like, 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 I just, I just want him to come out of this, okay? And obviously there's like six other fucking sequels. So of course he comes out okay. (laughs) But that's how you know the cell, the, the fantasy works when you're in that invested in the character and you want them to be alright and you care about a character. Like seriously, if, if play Yakuza Zero because you're going to see at least one half a very good, well written, well translated male character who is just, he's just fucking, he's not pure, but he does his best and that's all anybody can ask for. And mm-hmm. he kicks a lot of ass, too. Yeah. Man. I think
0: I think Zero might be like the high point, actually, for this series. Really? That's I kind think of so. I
1: wish you didn't tell me that, but okay.
0: <laughs> I think it is. Uh, I know some people really like Two. I haven't played a lot of Two. Uh,
1: so you're saying it's don't play One. Just stop here. Okay,
0: good. I like one, but it's, you know, I'm just saying zero is the high, like in a very good series, zero is the high point.
1: That's, that's kind of, this didn't come out, did it come out first? No,
0: no, this came out like two years ago, three years
1: ago. Okay, so, okay, so, it's, okay, that, that would make sense. I'm like, that's, wow, it's peaked at its first game. That's weird. No. Okay. Um,
0: I haven't, I haven't finished six, but six is also really great, because uh, right it here. accumulates all of those years to one endpoint.
1: And apparently they gave, like, a really good send-off to Kiryu in it. So. That's that's nice. By the way, Sega, if you fucking do a Virtual Fighter 6, you better be in the fucking game. I'm just, <laughs> like, he's not in Tekken, so I swear to God. Considering how Sega. many
0: times they put Virtual Fighter in the Yakuza
1: series, they, they really should. Yeah, he, he needs <laughs> to be a fucking character. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. Seriously, fucking Yakuza is amazing. I wish I had more time to play it, uh, but it's just such a time sink um, to get invested in. I can't do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh but when I do, fuck, man, it rocks my world. a 0, baby. That's yeah. enough for me. I'm going to shut up now. It's, it's great. Um, so, yeah,
0: pretty much uh, just been playing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. That's one. We already talked about that. Um, I'll just share a couple other levels that I played in uh, in Mario Maker 2. So, still in Justin before the show. Probably This is probably in the podcast. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, <laughs> Time is a construct. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a level where you have to play as Green Mario. I know that sounds weird, but apparently it's like based off like some kind of Game Boy thing. Like the, like the title of the, the, the level was Game Boy something and it showed like a picture of a Game Boy, but, uh, his, his fireballs are uh, kind of act like pinballs and they kind of like bounce around. Consist like uh, like instead of a fireball you shoot it once, it bounces a couple times and disappears. This kind of stays. And so there's like a few places where you have to shoot a uh, fireball um, pretty accurately in order to trigger something. Like uh, shoot it to hit a P-switch or shoot it to um, uh, like hit a, bu- a bomb <laughs> and activate it and then you can go through. So there's like really fun stuff like that and I'm really looking forward to like levels that are like fun <laughs> and, and puzzly that are not a pain in the ass and make you want to kill yourself um I spent I think the first level I played that was someone else's was hedgies and <sighs> it's so hard uh uh I don't know how you guys can do it it's ridiculous
2: sounds like a hedgy level
0: Hmm. um a couple other a couple of his levels though aren't that hard they're like pr- fairly short. Just wait. Easy, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, there was another really cool one that just like was, had the theme of slopes. So there was like a lot of slopes and stuff, but it felt like you were climbing a mountain, uh, which is pretty cool. <coughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more levels. Like some people have come up with some great stuff. Uh, like my level. You should check but, it out. Yeah, all right. I'll check it out after the show, maybe t- tonight or tomorrow. Um, yeah, over the weekend I played Iron Banner, got all the armor for that. My guy looks super badass now, so I'm really happy about that. Uh, in Destiny 2, so uh, that's pretty much it, just those three things. And uh, so let's move on into the news. Uh, speaking of Yakuza, Yakuza's six actors suspended from talent agency due to organized crime link, actor and comedian. Hiro Yuki Miyasako, who plays a supporting character in Yakuza Six: Song of Life, has been suspended by a talent agency due to an alleged link to organized crime, as reported by the Japan Times. Uh, Mi- Miyasako, who plays Tutsushi- Tsuyoshi Nagumo in Yakuza Six: Song of Life, partly attended a party five years ago along with other comedians that was hosted by an organized crime group. Comedians provided entertainment for party guests and were paid for their efforts. Uh, it is that payment that has caused Mia, Sako, and 10 other actors to be suspended by the paid agency. Paid with dirty money. So I guess if they didn't take the money, then they would have been fine.
2: I guess, yeah, I guess it is that idea that like they were paid by members of a crime syndicate. Like, it doesn't matter what it was for. Or if they knew that they, that's what it was, it's still they took money from, you know, potentially dirty money mm-hmm. from people that are bad. Which isn't that fair, because it says they didn't know. But it's Japan, so...
0: Yep. That's, <laughs> that's, that's their thing. That's what they do.
2: <laughs> but when I posted this news story, I put it on Discord that the uh, the Yakuza is real. And, you know, you were like, well, yeah, you, you know Yakuza's a thing, right? I mean, no, like, the, the <laughs> game, like, the absurdity of that, you know, Yakuza game world is real. Right. Because, like, yeah. all of these, you know, actors that work on the games, like, are getting arrested or, yeah. you know, removed from other... It's like, the fact that they're in Yakuza games is making them evil. <laughs> it's yeah. turning them into Yakuza members.
0: yeah. That's uh, and I said back. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the yakuza were like trying to get this game to have them recruit people because they were having a, a numbers problem a few years ago. People yeah. don't want to be yakuza gang members anymore. They want right. to be.
2: They just want to play the games.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they want to be yakuza game members. Uh, Speaking of playing games, Stadia head, devs, publishers, and players aren't ready for a subscription-only platform. Duh. So, I really don't see the point in Stadia anymore, because you have to buy the game now, instead of Mm -hmm. just paying a subscription service.
2: And they're not even going to be discounted.
0: Yeah, they're not even going to be discounted.
1: And they're going to be laggy. Yeah. We don't know yet. They're gonna I'm be like. <laughs> I'm it's, just
0: saying, we don't know yet. We have to see. I see feel like practice.
2: even Stadia isn't ready for Stadia. Like the fact that we know so little about it, and they're talking about like a beta like later this year. It like just
0: yeah no. <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't see another company coming in and trying to wedge in between all the three big threes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think our, the American, I can't speak for Canadians' internet infrastructure, but I just don't think the American infrastructure, a majority of it, couldn't handle it. And No, this is and, for the coastal elite. Yeah, <laughs> which, you know, I, which is fine. Fuck Silicon Valley. There will um, be an audience, but will there be enough of an audience to please Google? No, or, or for game, well... No, because the game developers wouldn't be making anything for you. It. It's just like or would they would they license it out for it? Is that worth the time? And then people could potentially negatively review the game because of how Stadia functions. We don't know, but it's it, to me, that descrip that description of you will have to pay full price for games, that's dead on that's dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's done. Yeah, it's apparently cool. it's
2: supposed
0: and, to have like, uh subscription services from UPlay, so maybe well, there is also you... still
2: Microsoft's Project X yeah. Which, if they can combine that with uh, Game Pass, that's gonna win. It's a game changer, right? Like, even if you even if it's like a separate payment, paying like fifteen dollars a month for Game Pass Ultimate, and then let's say ten bucks a month for X you would have every game on the Xbox library anywhere you go for twenty five bucks a month. That would find an audience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with uh, one of the people that was a friend of the show. Um, He wants a Razer phone, and I was just telling him about them. I was using them at uh, CES earlier this year, and they're Mm -hmm. pretty good. Like, uh, I was playing PUBG on it. It looking really good. Mm. Really good screen. PUBG looking good. That's funny. Yeah, fuck off, Ben. Relative, uh, <laughs> relative to how the game looks. Otherwise, it no. But he,
1: he left it there. it just, it's, I had to.
0: Um, but yeah, like the the razor, like I was actually thinking of getting a Razer phone myself after playing with it because it's just like I kind of want that high quality, uh, content on the go. Get a Pixel Three; it's better. How- yeah, but Razer is the phone for gamers, man. Yeah, is man, is it? I want to be a Razor exclusive. Get the no, the, Asi, the Asus
2: uh, Rog Strix phone. Buy That's the a phone for gamers. Mad cats phone. Buy
1: that. That's not a thing. I just made that up.
2: No, but there is actually an Asus like gaming phone. <clears throat> okay. <I'm> <laughs> but no, uh, Google the Pixel Three is going to have Stadia support at launch. So there's that. Like I said, I would try it for free Like, there's, like the pro one is the one coming this fall But next year they're gonna launch a free version That runs at 1080p still So, like, I could play Destiny 2 Cross-save on my phone Cause it's free Like, Oh,
0: that sounds so good Right? That's fine <laughs> I'll
2: try a free Streaming service with a free game On my phone, which is also free
0: Mmm, that sounds so good Okay um I don't have anything other to say other than I think stay is going to last maybe a year. Probably. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that seems fair. I give it six months until they start reassessing, quote-unquote. Like, six months after the actual launch, not the beta launch. Yeah, so, like, halfway so through 2020. 2020. Yeah. And then by a year, it'll be dead. Yeah. Just, like,
0: Google Waze. Waze is still a thing. No, it's not.
2: Yeah. Wait, are we thinking of different things? Like the. Oh, I
0: think I might be thinking of Buzz or some stupid Twitter thing they came up with. Yeah, Waze
2: is like a is an alternative to Google Maps.
0: Yeah. Okay. It I was gives thinking like of live Buzz. traffic information and stuff. Yeah, I think. Of, yeah, I was thinking of something else.
2: Yeah, at work we've actually started pairing with it, like for, uh, um, traffic incidents, and it ties to like the travel information map and stuff. It's really cool. Cool.
0: Uh all right, so something that's uh actually coming out. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Final Fantasy Live Action TV series. I don't know where I was going with this. I just see a picture of Cloud with a sword, and I just get
1: distracted because that gets clicks.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know why they put Cloud on here. <laughs> okay, I gotta pee really badly, so I'm gonna okay. let you take over this. Yeah, sure.
2: Um, Oh, they put Cloud on here because it's, like, a separate, like, related story about the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Okay. Anyway. So, Square Enix is working on developing a live-action adaptation of Final Fantasy XIV. Which seems like a weird pick, but, you know, whatever. Um, I guess the idea is they can have, like, multiple seasons of something because it's an MMO, so they'll never run out of story. Um... But, then again, a live-action adaptation of Final Fantasy is weird anyway. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Um, anyway. The TV series will be set in Eorzea, however you say that. The same setting as the 14th main installment of the video game series. The show will feature many elements that characters are long familiar with, including Chocobos and the live-action debut of Sid. Ooh. Uh... Blah, blah, blah. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are the perfect gateway into Final Fantasy for longtime fans and newcomers alike," said Sony Pictures Television Co. President Chris Parnell. Like the SNL guy, uh, this show is about embracing and embodying all of the elements that have made the mythos such as such an endlessly captivating phenomenon, and it's an immense honor to be bringing all of Eorzea's iconic characters, settings, and concepts, including fan favorites like Sid and, of course, the Chocobos, to life for a television audience. They are really pushing Sid and Chocobos. Um, it will be produced by people I've never heard of, uh, Ben Lustig and Jake Thornton, as well as Jason F. Brown, Sean Daniel, uh, name I don't understand, I don't know how to say. Um... Uh, blah blah blah. A lot of unnecessary stuff. Um, it will be going on. It doesn't say.
1: They probably haven't. They probably got to make something first.
2: Well, usually the like a studio will buy or, uh, yeah, will buy a property and then make the thing. So that's. Weird that they would make it and then sell it, I guess.
1: But let's be honest, they'd probably go to streaming. Probably. I would rather they adapt, like, Final Fantasy, or one of the classic Final Fantasy games, like, in a cart, in a, not, an- I guess anime, because that would make more sense, or a cartoon style. Like, can you imagine Final Fantasy Six anime, or cartoon, but with, uh, Castlevania's art direction? That'd can be you imagine awesome. that? That'd be sick, right? Especially with, like, Kefka's maniacalness.
2: Yeah, I think a live action adaptation would be better with like the more steampunky style. Yeah, like seven or eight. Honestly, eight would be a pretty cheap TV show.
1: You could do mostly eight. realistic. Yeah, because like those are the elements. Yeah, because if you try to do in even the first six, even though they are relatively like limited in terms of their graphic scale, their implications are so much larger um, than what their budgets, than what visually it could be portrayed. So. You're kind of make it could it would look really cheap to like do the armor and stuff like that with a TV budget, right? Um, I don't know, but eight honestly, I think eight would make a really good show. Like it would have an
2: endpoint for sure, and it gets weird. They would have to kind of like tweak some things for TV. Um, although I'd love to see them still go to the moon and stuff, but I think that's the story that would make the most sense as a TV show because it is kind of that like you know young adult like sci-fi fantasy kind of heightened reality type thing that is really popular right now. It would be like kind of a Hunger Games type, you know? Where like, there's fantasy elements, but it's the real world. Uh, I could do
1: 10. Or would that be too big of a butt? That'd be too big.
2: 10? Uh, yeah, that has like too many of the big monsters and stuff. Yeah. Because the Guardian Forces are like a part of 8, but you could leave them out for the most part um and just have them be kind of like a feature every now and then but in 10 like the story is about the aeons so that'd be a, still a pretty large cg budget um but i don't know like i'm not excited about a live action adaptation of 14 like i said if they're going to do live action it needs to be something kind of realistic like have an excuse to have actual people do it 14 is mostly like fantasy creatures and I hate when like everything in a th- in a show looks humanoid um, like Legends of Tomorrow was really bad at that uh, the way like every monster was like you know humanoid with makeup <laughs> for the most part it just it kind of wears on me after a while and so like unless they're just having mostly humans with like a few uh Lil- liliths or whatever they're called, like the little guys. And like Moogles and stuff thrown it. In- I do really want to see a live action Moogle though. It'd BCG, CG, but still I wanna see it interacting with people.
1: And he as he he said that as he touched the monkey's paw. No.
2: <laughs> Don't ruin them. <laughs> I love my boogles.
1: It's gonna happen. It Look ha- what happened to Sonic. Yeah, it'll probably happen. They're fixing Sonic though, so. Okay, sure, sure they are. Sure, and this is like
2: this is actually Sony Pictures making it, so I have a little more faith. I, I, I guess
1: I don't know. We'll see if it actually happens though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the fact that there's no like, uh, distribution plan or anything yet makes me
1: wonder. <coughs> it could be part of that Sony streaming service plan that we talked about a while ago. It could be part of that, even though it's technically a first party Sony. It could be a partnership thing. Maybe. I doubt it. Uh, probably. But yeah, no, seriously. Um Square Enix, get on with the guy who did the Castlevania anime and fucking do Final Fantasy Six as like a episodic short Yeah. Cartoon series. That'd be so Yeah, fun. animated I think six
2: would be the best choice. Live action, eight is the best choice. So make it happen. Make both of them happen. hmm You back? Did we vamp enough?
0: Yep. Uh Next in the story, PUBG Corp Names Glenn Schofield as head of New Studios uh, New Studios called Striking Distance And they're going to be working on uh Original Narrative Experience within the PUBG Universe
1: <laughs> I'm sorry Yeah oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was kind of my reaction honestly oh, oh, oh wait, you're serious yeah. Let me laugh even harder Ah <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit! That's yeah. funny. That's it's pretty funny. hilarious Is this real? that
0: they're making like a narrative thing for PUBG.
1: Oh my god! I mean, some some talented writer could probably do something about like the like the mentality of stress of being in the one versus one hundred match. You could do it. It's just funny to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you
0: could do something with like Russian uh, like military stuff. Uh, because that's there's a lot of like Russian bases and stuff in that game. Yeah. I
2: think the idea is to like explore why everything is desolated and stuff. Like, kind of the time before uh,
1: the PUBG the battle Lord. royale
2: stuff happened.
0: Yes, PUBG lore.
2: Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. PUBG
1: YouTube. PUBG lore YouTube channels are gonna pop up like wow, Luke. Oh my god. It's gonna be
0: so. Good I'm time. sorry.
1: This is ridiculous. <laughs> Who wrote that? What PR person said, we need to do this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, The ones
2: that realized they're losing, like, crazy to Fortnite. Like, we gotta do something else.
1: Yeah, make their fucking game free to play. There you go. That's how you compete. There you go. (laughs) They can't do that now. It's been too long. True, true, true. Maybe make your graphics look a little better. (laughs) It does look
2: infinitely better than it did before.
1: Did it? Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: they've been showing, like... Because every new map and everything that's come out, like, since the first one... Has been graphically improved, and so now they're actually going back to the first map and drastically overhauling it to look like the others.
1: Okay, I'm sorry.
0: Uh, oh god, that. Hurt. So, in case you guys don't know who Glenn Schofield is, he's worked on uh, Dead Space franchise and Call of Duty franchise. So you're gonna get like a really good um, presentation from this.
1: Mm-hmm. That's funny,
0: but a fairly yeah. generic story. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. Dead Space, Dead Space isn't ge- that generic. Well, to PUBG, but because at least Dead Space had a good foundation to it that you could spin off to. They actually had some good comics and good animated—not good, but interesting animated movies about it. Uh, sorry, you oh, got to start somewhere. Uh, sure, sure, like, sure. We laugh
2: at PUBG now, but it could become a
0: you know like, a big, yeah. We laugh one. at this no, now, no, but right. maybe they have like a good idea about about doing. Look this. at
2: Titanfall and the Titanfall Two.
1: No, definitely. Right. Yeah. Like Titanfall didn't mechs. have a story;
2: it was just I mean, a multiplayer yeah. online yeah. shooter. Titanfall yeah. Two, amazing.
1: Yeah, but yeah. that had mechs in it. You you could build that's that's something a little bit more where you could create that lore. Pub, I mean, you could do a PUBG. I'm saying you can't do it. It's just going to be super fucking hard to do it, where it doesn't come off as generic military shooter thing. And they're that's probably going to use the same jank engine. Is the problem? Yeah, I'm looking so, forward to it. It's a challenge. So I'm curious. It, it, I'll I'll yep. eat my crow if it happens. <laughs> oh my god. That's I mean hey, they made a Minecraft story mode, so whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They did. Uh Bandai Namco announced the three V three One Punch Man
1: game. One punch! <laughs> All I saw were like tweets about okay, we need to teach y'all about balance because like literally the whole gimmick of the show is that Saitama literally beats everybody in one punch. Right. I don't. I don't know how you can make a game about that. Yeah,
0: like I can avoiding see his else. punch. I can. Uh, I can see everyone else fighting like in a fighting game, but not one like not Saitama. Yeah, but that's
1: <laughs> the point of playing. That's 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 like
0: like even in the video, he just no sells everything. So... Yeah. I don't...
1: I don't... Like, it's... That's so weird choice to make in a video game because of that. Yeah.
0: Um... I like that Moomin Rider is in it. The bike guy. The guy with the bike.
1: I don't... I only saw a few episodes and I got tired of the gimmick very fast. Oh my god. It's such a good show. I'm sure it is. I just got tired of it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this is coming out. Yeah. It's gonna be probably another arena... Like like Naruto and the Xenoverse Dragon Ball games are, which is fine. It um, I mean it's yeah it's similar to Jump Force. Yeah, but like we're gonna make a one punch man
2: game. So if can't. it's three v three, does everyone have to be a different character? Can there just be like six Saitamos just trying to one punch each other? Um, probably yeah. they
0: lock you out. Yeah, that'd be kind of that'd be fun. hilarious though. Um, I don't know nothing um, about one punch, but just you saying that is like I kind of want to see that happen. What happens if One Punch Man punches One Punch Man? (laughs) (laughs) Then Uh, why play
1: as anybody else? EA
0: executives give up their 2019 performance bonuses. Here's the thing this should
2: be respectable in the same way that, like, you know, when Iwata. Gave up like half his salary for when the uh, Wii U I think was doing poorly.
0: Yeah,
2: um, it's not. The issue is in the details. I was reading about this on Reddit. Um, this this doesn't uh, actually state the details. It just links to the actual summary, which I don't, I'm not going to read, so I don't remember exactly what it was. But basically, they are. Um, They're entitled to a performance-based bonus that makes up, like, the rest of their salary or something like that. Um, but if they don't meet certain performance metrics, um, they have that bonus taken away from them and put towards, like, the, the difference in sales. So what they did was they gave up the bonuses to get good PR before they could be taken away from them so they were never going to get them
0: oh that's boy. where
2: it falls apart like the actual like report there um, focuses on that a little bit more um but this article doesn't so I don't remember the exact wording but yeah that's kind of what it falls down to it makes them look good but it's not actually noble right uh, I wanted to respect this I really did. Because I'm yeah. not bitter towards EA,
0: and their, and their salaries are probably still gigantic
2: too. Oh yeah, so. yeah. It's not like they gave up part of their salaries, right? They chose to not receive the bonuses they weren't going to get anyway,
0: right? <laughs> oh, it's so scummy, Ugh. yeah. Um, and so for the last news story of the day, we'll have we'll talk about Ape Escape, maybe a new Ape Escape.
2: Uh, I've never actually played Ape Escape, fun fact. Um, I know it's like a a big title. And I thought about adding that to my list, like of the PS1 games to try. But it needs the analog sticks, right? Like it's the first game that actually used analog stick. Correct. Um, And for some reason, like, I can use third-party controllers in the PlayStation Classic, but they work kind of funky. Like the controller mapping isn't quite right on them. I think I talked about that last week. Um, So I just didn't bother getting any games that require the analog stick hmm um, but a new rape escape could be cool.
0: I don't really even know what it is. Do either of you? I
1: mean, you catch monkeys. It's pretty much that like you just walk around with a net and you catch monkeys in a net. It could be a good like budget you know twenty dollar uh, title i don't I don't the trip.
2: It'd probably be a remaster of at least the first game, and yeah. then they'd put it for forty bucks. And I mean,
1: I I don't... I think 42C because... Like, you could do that with Crash and Spyro because at least those are very remembered. Uh, Ape Escape is more cultish, um, so you probably couldn't sell it. I mean, they're going to try to do that with Medieval. Yeah, later this year exactly. To see what the, but I don't think you could do the same thing with Ape Escape. I don't think the audience is that big enough to... Like, I want to play a new Ape Escape in 2019. <coughs> well, we'll see. I could be rough. So, yeah, I don't
0: think anyone's interested in... Um But... This news story is so... It's just reporting on, like, a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, not much to it. Yeah. A new Twitter account by the name of Pposaru20th uh, tweeted out an image with an ape escape uh, ape. And it says, 20 years since... Uh, when you translate the caption, it says, 20 years since then, I've been running around, but I wonder if there's anyone chasing me anymore. So... There you go. That's your, that's all you have to get off. But of, what's interesting,
2: the only reason this is noteworthy is because this uh this channel, this account just popped up recently. Yeah. And it's one of only 147 accounts that uh the Sony Interactive Japan verified account follows.
1: Oh. Viral marketing.
2: So it's probably this is an account that popped up for Ape Escape. And Sony Interactive, you know, owns Ape Escape as an IP, so yeah, there's there's something there for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, just don't charge forty. Charge twenty for the first game. I know there's three of them. I think there's three of them. If they put all three together, maybe they could charge forty. But like you Probably. said, they're,
2: it's yeah. not Crash and Spyro, and those were yeah. Well, no, those were fifty. I think. No, those are forty.
1: I mean, I paid forty for Crash. So on Switch or at launch. Switch. Which I think it went down after. I'm March. pretty sure because I think 40. I paid fifty for Spyro. Maybe I don't know, <coughs> but uh, you—I don't think you could do the same thing with Escape. We'll see.
0: We shall see. So I do see. enjoy
2: that uh, this this the photo of this tweet says translated from Japan or translated from Japanese by Microsoft. Huh. But it's, it's a Sony property. You just you know the yeah. little
0: things. Uh, so
2: Justin, where can we find you? You can find me if you look up Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. I was able to get my Twitch name changed from Zero Score Gaming to just Zero Score, so Yay. now it is the same everywhere except for that stupid friggin underscore and my Twitter name. <laughs> but then, starting next Thursday, I'm sorry. Starting next Thursday, I'm going to be streaming some Mario Maker Two. Um, I'm probably going to do a few extra streams next week because like. I've got this weekend. I might have some time. Um, Next week is a four-day weekend because of the holiday, Um, so I'm going to try to get some extra stuff in there, but I also want to film some of those, uh, the the PS1 video stuff I was talking about, so we'll see what I have time for. But yeah,
1: I want to get in as much Mario Maker time as I can. Go ahead. Ben. Twitter.com slash MarvelSiggy, where you can uh, follow me for all sorts of good anime titty art and yelling (laughs) at racist assholes. There you go
0: and you can follow me your host thomas on twitter csgthomas. thomas also follow me on twitch k and play stuff and uh you can check us out here at charshot.com for audio video and written content check us out on spotify or any other podcast network we'll be there and tell then guys enjoy games.